I should probably start with the welcome, huh? Oh my gosh. Whew. All right. Not so, editing that out. Cold open. No, no, no. Leave that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I'm going to start with welcome, Devin. Get ready. All right. Welcome to week 29 of the Helped Podcast. And here's Matt with announcements. Can we really call it week 29? No, absolutely not. So our special announcement uh, this week is that we have special guest, Devin Miller, who is an attorney and host of the Inventive Journey podcast. Welcome, Devin. Hey, thanks for having me on. Excited to be here. We are we are very glad to, uh, to have you aboard. You are a podcast pro, so we are trying to, to learn some things from a master. Um, so we we found you because you found us. I was I was a guest on your podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, and it really got the wheels spinning in in our head about podcasting and and why we do the podcast at all. You know, we're not podcasters by any means, but you know, we see some value in doing this. And we wanted to pick your brain a little bit on why a podcast, what you know, what it's done for you, why you got into it in the first place, how you enjoy it, etc. So first. Can you just give us a little bit of background on how you ended up podcasting? Yeah. Um, so pod, really, it was it was fairly organic. So I I started out doing the podcast and, and podcast call, or that I do is called The Inventive Journey. Um, is I work with, so backing up, I work with a, I'm an intellectual property attorney, do patents, trademarks, copyrights. So I work with a lot of startups and small businesses. And what I kind of found is, is with a lot of those, uh, while everybody's journey is different, everybody was always encountering the same things, which are wearing a lot of hats, having to, you know, be the janitor, be the HR, be the boss and everything in between. And then there's the ups and the downs of, of doing it. And so I started the podcast really just to share those journeys so that, you know, others could hear, hey, not everybody has it figured out. It's not like in the movies or in the TV shows or the books where it's an overnight success and there's always that journey that goes behind it. So really just started the podcast to kind of share those journeys so that others could get a good perspective on um, what it what it really is like to do a startup or a small business. And so just kind of started from there, organically uh, continued to do the, the podcast and continued to uh, and have a good time at it. And, and what were you expecting to get out of it? I mean, are you just someone who likes to have a conversation with people of different backgrounds? Did you think it would lead to some word of mouth new business for you? Is it strictly altruistic? Uh, I, I don't know anybody that's strictly altruistic that never has the ulterior motives, but no, I mean, it was, it was certainly, there was an altruistic flavor to giving back to clients. Now, in addition to that, it, it's a great way, I think, to, to network. And so I think, you know, one thing is, you know, for our clients, it was a way to connect on something other than just purely patents, trademarks, or copyrights. In other words, we're doing something that's a little bit more conversational, a little bit more relaxed, and so helps to establish that relationship. Also a great way to, uh, you know, connect with uh, new people. So people that aren't current clients that aren't part of the business, you know, get to le learn a little bit more about their business. It's not a hard sales pitch. I, you know, I, we integrate in, you know, in our system. So if they want to learn more about what we do or they want to reach out to us, by all means they can. But otherwise we're just saying, hey, but rather than just coming with the hard sales pitch, let's give to you, expose you to our audience, expose you to other startups and small businesses and help you to grow your business. And then if we can help you along the way, great. And so it's kind of a, a great way for, for us to ex or help our clients establish deeper relationships and also network with new people. So aside from Matt, who is your favorite uh, guest so far? <laughs> you know, that's kind of like asking well, who is your favorite kid. And then the yeah. parent always says, all of my kids are my favorite kid. They're all just different. So I'll say that all of the, all the episodes are the favorite one, but they're all different. How, how many episodes are there? How many, how long have you been doing this? 
Um, about two and a half years. So I think we're coming up on around 500 episodes or so. Um, we actually, so give you the kind of the full background of the full story. So we actually do a series of podcasts now. So we started out with the inventive journey and then we ended up actually splitting it because what we found is both guests and audience were saying, Hey, fun to hear kind of how people got to where they're at today. What happens next? And so we actually still continue on with the inventive journey as a first podcast. We have a series of podcasts where we have the same guests come on, hit different aspects of their journey in different areas. So they're standalone. You can listen to any given podcast, not have to go listen to the others. But you can also, if you find a guest that you like, go and kind of follow them along their journey. So probably between everything, we have six or 700 episodes. But for the inventive journey, um, right around 500. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. I'm reminded of an old boss I had who always told us how it's such a different beast going from zero to a million and going from a million to 100 million. And it sounds like you're kind of catching people at those different stages. So there's the one podcast focused on, you know, getting from zero. But then once you're established, it's, it's yeah, exactly. What comes next? What are you doing from here? So, Devin, how many times do you have to re-record? Because I'm a huge fan of re-recording. If it doesn't sound right, let's do it again. Do you re-record or you just go straight for it? You know, I, I probably could count at least on, I was going to say on one hand, maybe oh, both no. hands, the number of times we've had to do anything else. I mean, I try and set it up so that it's pretty conversational. And, you know, we we started out doing a, maybe a bit of edit, more editing or re-recording. And we, what we honestly found is a natural conversation where you can just hear what people's journeys are, has that kind of that natural feel where you're just sitting in the room hearing what's going on was better than the you know, more standard, hey, we got to try and edit it, make it sound perfect and make it sound like it's, you know, strung together. So occasionally we've edited when people said, hey, I just can't, you know, I said something that I really don't want my coworkers or my boss to hear or my spouse to hear or whatever. But otherwise, otherwise we really don't edit things too much. So if if we went back and listened to episode three, episode seven, right now with you, would would you get right in the face, just kind of embarrassed at at how... Mm. I guess unprofessional it was. Do you feel like you've come a long way and gotten a lot more polish to it? Or do you kind of feel like you kept it kind of low-key, simple enough from the start that it's just been conversations all throughout? Uh, probably more the latter. I mean, I think that we've, you know, as we've gone along, we've got a little bit better lighting, a little bit better camera, a little bit better microphone. I've uh, gotten a little bit more comfortable on the cadence and keeping it to the same format and, and keeping it to the, you know, the questions we end off with. But I would say, you know, if we're to go back to the original first few episodes, maybe the first one or two might be a little rough, but uh, pretty close to kind of the same same setup and same build to what we're doing today. So really, other than making the equipment a little bit nicer, hasn't or is is pretty or stayed pretty true to, to how we began. Hmm. Yeah, but I don't think we're good podcasters. No, I think that's exactly what I'm I'm learning here. Uh, but we like to hear ourselves talk, and I think that that's half the battle, right? No. I think there's always the <laughs> podcaster that wants to grab the microphone and say, "Coming to you tomorrow," in the in the in the in the big radio voice or the big movie voice, and yeah. that's I think the dream of almost every podcaster is to just get on and be able to do that. But uh, it, it is a, it is a balance. And we wanted to that's add funny. all the sound effects and fun things right. like that, so that it was almost like a cartoon podcast in a way. I mean, you know, yours was pretty straightforward, conversational. I think mm-hmm. we're we're silly, so you know, we thought the podcast should should be a little bit silly. We haven't quite made it that far, though. All right. So we can talk about podcasts and all that stuff. But if we've got Devin, thank you, Devin, for being here. Let's ask him a little bit about what he sees in us and where he sees us taking this thing. I mean, I know it's kind of putting him on the spot. Matt's making a funny face, but that's all right. Like, you know, we've been doing it for about a year. Uh, 
we've got about a dozen clients, we've got a handful of people on our team. Um, you know, we're at that stage, you know, it's, it, it's here and we want to get here. Uh, I just made a small finger and then a, a big hands gesture. <laughs> It's always hard when you're when you you want to use your hands when you're talking, yeah. and then you're like, wait, they can't see. This is just our <laughs> audio or audio podcast. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I see some people that want to make a podcast as a full time gig. They want to have advertisers. They want to have you know promotions. They want to have everything else. And I think that for the small minority of podcasts, that works. If you have a really good personality, a really good reach, maybe you have a lot of experience. But I think for the, the most part, most podcasts aren't going to be the ones where you have a million views per podcast or a million downloads and you're just, you know, cranking it out, you know. And so then you have to look and say, what is what is the, the motivation or how does this benefit? Well, one, I always look at it as, the, I said, if, if I were to be taking it the direction that we've headed is use it more as a platform where you can leverage people on not leverage them as far as in a bad way, but leverage it so that they can get a better exposure. You can help out other people. You can or help them promote. And at the same time, you can make good connections. And so if you can set it up uh, to do that, the other thing that we found is that you have to, when or a lot of times the place that people get stuck on podcasts is that they, they set it up so that it's untenable to have very many episodes. In other words, they get very niche. They have very or specific focus. And you do have to have a, theme and a, a direction to the podcast you just don't want it to be all over but if you make it so niche and so or focused you get through a few episodes and you're like well i've said about all i can say on that topic and now what do we do next so it's kind of that balance and that's why i like you know talking about people's journey and learning because everybody has a journey everybody has a different perspective and that's kind of where i you know where i see a lot of podcasts going is it's going to be not going to be the huge pot, you know, there'll still be a place for the huge podcast, but people also find a lot of the ones that they are more tailored to what they want to listen to. And it helps you to build the audience in that direction. And so then you're doing three or four of these uh, a week. How much time, like how much is this, the side hustle versus how much is this kind of taking over your day? Ah, that's a good question. I mean, so we do, I like to do a pre-interview just to kind of get people acquainted with the podcast, give them a quick walkthrough, um, get a few notes so that we have, you know, I don't like, I like to keep it natural, but I at least like to have a general, hey, here's what their journey was about. So that if they get bogged down, if they get too into the weeds or they're going too fast, you can kind of meter the pace. So I usually do about a 10 minute pre-interview and then a 30, about a 30 minute podcast. That's about the extent of what I do. Now, I have a couple of people on the team that will do a little bit of editing. So they put an intro, they put an extra, they'll put it on the socials and they'll they'll handle that part. So I don't, you know, I don't directly do that. I did it at the beginning and I, I did it all, um, but handed that off a bit. And, but, uh, so I'd say on a given episode, I'm in it 40, 45 minutes or so. Okay. And so you take that three times a week. If you know, if you say an average, we do it two to three times a week now. You're doing it an hour and a half, two hours a week, somewhere in there, some or something like that. And do you see that growing? I mean, do you feel like you want to get more and more into the content creation, I guess, for lack of a better term? I mean, do you do you have a passion for the legal practice? Or is it something where if you have an opportunity to spend more time podcasting, you'd, you'd love to sink your teeth more into that? Um, you know, I, I like where it's at uh, about it. So, I mean, I like to connect with people, like to share their journeys, like to do the episode, but do I see myself as full-time podcaster? That's the only thing I do. Never know what the future holds. It's always possible, but I would say I like to do it as 
having it or uh, assist with other things that we're doing and kind of tie in with the other things that I enjoy. You know, that's kind of how a lot of what I do with all my businesses and all of or all the perspectives I do is I tend to tie it into things that I enjoy and, and kind of try and merge them together. And that's kind of where the podcast fits best for me is not a standalone full-time gig, but kind of merging it with, or with uh, the other things that I do. And I think that makes a lot of sense. I mean, the reason that we started is I, I have a cousin, I guess, for lack of a better term, who, who has her own successful business. And what she told us when we were first getting started is that content is just so important. It gives you credibility. Just having that track record, do something repeatedly so that when somebody goes and looks you up, there's there's history there. They see that that you're real. You're not just some fly-by-night operation. And it sounds like you, know, you, you started off maybe doing that as a way to reach out, but it, it kind of became self-sustaining in a way. I mean, it, it sounds as though you, you're really enjoying it. You, you've missed not doing it. And so you're glad that not only is this history now in place, but you're glad it becomes something that people are aware of. People maybe even approach you about being on the podcast and it has this opportunity to just kind of keep going. Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's always times where like, oh, I'd just rather do something else or I'm under the deadline. And it's not every single episode do I savor and look forward to. Now, I, I enjoy every person I talk to. It's not the guests on there. It's just being busy and having lots of things. But yeah, overall, I, you know, I just kind of, we found a rid of them. You know, at one point we we're doing, I think, one a day. We tried one a week. We tried one a month. And then we, you know, we kind of settled into, hey, for me and what I like to do and the for the guests and kind of who we have on and kind of spacing it out, not too long of a backlog, not too short of a backlog. We do kind of that two to three uh, episodes a week. It kind of fits all or checks all those boxes and works well. Yeah, I mean, I think our, our challenges in finding that consistency, we were pretty good early on about doing one a week. As our business has grown, as we've got busier, it's, it's been harder and harder to do that. I think it's it's a matter of investing for the future. You're putting in that time that helps make sure that you are busier and busier as, as time goes on. So I think for us, it's, it's striking that balance. And I think you're a, you're a good template for how to make it work. Yeah. And, and I was trying, I'm a, a very systems oriented guy. So if I can automate things, if I can have it streamlined, if I can do anything, it helps me to be more consistent. So I have it so that, you know, our outreach, we have someone that handles that. We get people on. I have, we have a pretty comprehensive kind of, here's the, what's going to happen. Here's what's going to, or after you do schedule it, you know, gives them. And so a lot of times by the time I get the system in place and then even the people that are on, I have calendar scheduler. So as long as it hits my calendar and I know it's coming up, then I'll have that time set aside. I live and die by my calendar. Um, and so by that, you know, if as you get the more systems in place and, and kind of get it formalized, I think it takes a lot of that pressure off to where it doesn't require as much work or as much forethought in order to, to have a good experience. It's kind of like you just have to show up to perform and, and you can have a conversation. So the performance isn't, you know, anything that, that takes too much time. All right, so we have this like running thing where I always say, we're not going to shill, we're not going to shill, and then we end up shilling. Is there anything we can do to talk about what you're doing, Miller IP Law? Is there any shilling that we can do, you know, if somebody heard this? Yeah, like, where can we find you? Like, how can we check you out? Yeah, so I'll, I'll give three ways that people can connect with me, depending on how they want to connect. Um, so on uh, LinkedIn, so that's about the, the platform. I'm we have socials on all of them and I know we post on it, but the one that I'm personally the most active and tend to pay attention to the most is LinkedIn. Um, so if people want to connect up with me there, they can just go to meetmiller.com. That'll take you right to my profile and you can connect there and we can chat there. Um, if people do have intellectual property questions, so they have patent or questions about patents or trademarks or copyrights or things related to their business, we do free 15 minute consultations. Um, and that one, if they, they can just go to strategymeeting.com, they can schedule some time right there. 
And the last one is that they just want to find out more about what I do. The law firm kind of gets some, or we have a ton of learning material. They can check out the podcast on our website and do a lot of different things. Um, the, the general website is just uh, lawwithmiller.com. So LinkedIn is meetmiller.com. Consultation is strategymeeting.com. Um, general website is lawwithmiller.com. And then I imagine the podcast is available through any podcasting platform, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. If you go, if I think we're ranked number one on Google. If you go to the Inventive Journey or Inventive okay. Journey, just uh, go search on or go search out Inventive Journey or The Inventive Journey. I think it pulls up both the, or either way, but uh, then you'll be able to see it. It's on iTunes. It's on the Google Play Store and iHeart and YouTube. YouTube, we don't have as much of a focus on, but if you want to go see the video, I don't ever, I don't ever watch videos of the podcast or other people's podcasts because I always like to listen to them when I'm driving or out running or anything else. But if you do want to catch up the the video, um, then it's on YouTube as well. That's awesome. Cool. Well, number one sounds rad. Uh, thank you for spending the time with us. You know, as a celebrity, I'm sure it'll help our rankings. <laughs> I don't think I'm at, at, at anywhere near that lake or level of ranking of being a celebrity, but I had a great time coming on and it was definitely a fun conversation. That's awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you for the time, Devin. Thank you. Vroom, vroom.